Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Growing with Fishes podcast, episode 211. This week, we have uh, former presidential candidate Vermin Supreme joining us. Thanks a lot for joining us. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. It's it's nice to be here. Woohoo! <laughs> it's going to be a really awesome episode, I promise you. Uh, we also have Marty from AP Meds. Welcome, everybody. Roger. Berman, welcome. Hi, Marty. We also have uh, Roger from ILGM. How's it going, Hi. Roger? It's doing great. Nice to be back. It's been a couple weeks. I've been, you know, busy on the farm, and it's really good to be back. Especially, I, I needed the way things are going after the hurricane this week. I really needed a show that's going to be fun. So I'm glad that you're going to have fun tonight. Yeah. Well, we have fun every awesome. night. I don't mean to say that. We do always have fun, but. Yeah. Let the, let the and, uh, fun commence. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, I'm your host, Steve, from Poem Phonics, and this is the Growing with Fishes podcast. And we do uh, a cannabis uh, education, uh, uh, cannabis and, uh, and vegetable um, uh, and sustainable uh, uh, agricultural practices uh, podcast every single week, um, sometimes twice a week, depending on uh, how busy we are. And um, we try to bring in interesting guests that have different perspectives, maybe have done different things in the, in the industry or brought different uh, light to different parts of the industry. And uh, uh, Mr. Vermin Supreme has done quite a bit for uh, helping promoting uh, cannabis uh, issues around the country. Uh, he's one of the few people that travels to some of the more uh, less known places and less publicized places and is, it helps bring some attention to them and the different things going on. So thanks a lot for joining us. Well, uh, thank you very much once again. Um, yes, indeed, duty. I, I think I have the uh, distinction. As you know, I ran for the Libertarian nomination uh, this past year, and I believe that pretty much at every debate, I, will, I won the category of smoked most cannabis or vaped most cannabis during the debate. And um, so, yes, I, I think that was uh, very, very noteworthy. Very noteworthy. Yes, I was... I was I mean, certainly, oh, yeah. Perhaps you know, the only noteworthy thing, right? Yeah. Uh, you're the when, uh, when, 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 when John Stossel asked me, uh, you know, did I support legalization? Oh, yes. I lit up right there and then. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> and, with that, and with that very action, you became the very first presidential candidate to ever smoke during a debate, making history. Ooh, historic. I like it. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, so uh, tell people a little bit about yourself and, uh, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of background on, on uh, a little bit about you. Okay. Uh, well, of course, I'm uh, Vermin Supreme, the friendly fascist, the tyrant that you should trust. And you should let me run your life because I know what is best for you. Yes, all politicians are vermin. And I am the Vermin Supreme. And that is why I'm the most qualified candidate in this race at this time. I am a politician and I will lie to you because I'm a politician and I have no reason not to. I will promise you anything your little heart desires because you are my constituents, because you are are the informed voting public and because I have no intention of keeping any promise that I make. Uh, yes, it's uh, it's true. I've been uh, running a satirical, uh, uh, facetious, humor-based uh, pretend campaign, if you will, for uh, over 30 years now. Um, I am a highly respected political satirist, beloved by millions around the globe. 
And um, yeah, so, so, so that's super exciting uh, by being a goofball and uh, say promoting real stupid ideas and uh, uh, crazy shit and uh, interacting with uh, real life politicians and uh, actually interacting with real life uh, ballots and uh, getting on the ballots. Uh, I've uh, managed to accrue a fair amount of notoriety, if you will. Um, by doing that and, and mixing that up in the, the demonstration world for, for quite some time. And, um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess that's me in a nutshell. Uh, and of course uh, I smoke dope and I smoke grass. And if you don't like it, well, you can kiss my ass. Thank you very much. I'm vermin supreme. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of uh, meeting you once uh, at a, it was, I think it was outside of a Bernie Sanders rally in, in Colorado or, somewhere somewhere in that part of the country it was it was quite wonderful and uh, uh so tell people a little bit about some of the different cannabis uh uh things that you've done you've done quite a few different things in person aside from the uh being the first person to uh smoke during a debate you you've brought you know quite a different um uh, quite a quite a few other times you've you brought up different uh, uh cannabis related topics oh yes 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 well i i used to uh, uh occasionally party with uh jack Harar. um before I even really knew that he was a big deal, uh, when, when we were just hippies and shit out in the woods at rainbow gatherings and things like that. Uh, um, so that uh, I've, I've got crap. I think my first, uh, uh, hash bash was back in, uh, 1992 in, uh, um, I guess we're in Ann Arbor. That was exciting. Uh, Ben, Ben Maisel, uh, the legendary, uh, cannabis, cannabis activist, uh, from Wisconsin actually, uh, brought me out to that. Um, of course I, I'm constantly, uh, promoting, uh, cannabis consumption, uh, through, 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 through use, of course. And, uh, I don't think that's any secret. Um, and, uh, just loving life and, and living large, uh, for a little bit there, I was attending a lot of the, uh, um, sort of freewheeling gray market, uh, uh, cannabis events, uh, in Massachusetts, in, in Maine, in, in New Hampshire. And, uh, when it was all sort of, I mean, it's still sort of not quite legal, but they, they were still, uh, occurring and, uh, always, always fun to, to take part in, in that sort of excitement. Um, and yeah, like that, like that, uh, I think just more by, uh, uh, example, uh, leading, uh, smoking weed by example. And of course, uh, as a libertarian candidate, uh, uh, a plank of the libertarian platform itself is, uh, certainly, uh, uh, the legalization, decriminalization, uh, of all drugs, uh, certainly including, uh, cannabis and, uh, definitely all about ending the drug war because of course the drug war in this country has been a, a frightening and, uh, terrible nightmare, uh, that continues to this very day. And so I, I think it's a very exciting and, and a, a good uh, just seeing this change in America where uh, different states are legalizing and decriminalizing and, and allowing uh, medical use and, and all those things. I, I remember uh, the first time that uh, me and my wife were, were traveling the country and we ended up in, uh, in Oregon. Uh, shortly after uh, they decrimmed and uh, oh my goodness, it was just uh, just this amazing level of relief, just this whole level of stress that sort of leaves your body or you're driving down the road and like you see a cop and it's like instead of saying, oh my God, I'm holding some weed. It's like, 
oh, I'm not doing anything. And you just keep going about your business. And and that in and of itself was just uh, just an incredible revelation. And uh, I, I certainly hope that it does indeed become a, a federal uh, reality soon enough. Uh, and hopefully all the prisoners will be uh, let out and uh, and reimbursed for, for their troubles, for this terrible, terrible uh, crime that the, the federal government uh, put forth with this uh, prohibition. Prohibition doesn't work. Prohibition has never worked. And uh, all it did was create a terrible black market and, and uh, punished uh, many peaceful, peaceable, uh, peaceful people who would have been uh, far better off uh, in their communities with their families and their loved ones. Here, here. Which was the same situation when they tried to do it with alcohol, right? And they created a black market for it that was extremely dangerous and volatile. And, uh, you know, people that have been brewing for generations got involved in the, a lot of stuff they wouldn't have otherwise. No, true. Part of organized crime. Same regardless. Absolutely. But I, I'm, I'm old enough to remember in the 70s when the U.S. government poisoned their own citizens with, it, with their spraying of Paraquat. Uh, on, on the marijuana crops uh the, and now it's just a an outrage uh i mean wh why the hell are you p pouring and spraying uh chemicals terrible chemicals on on the crops uh that was it just uh what an outrage yeah people forget that they were willing to do that to, to you know cannabis users just what 40 years ago it wasn't even that long yeah. ago Yes, I mean they poisoned alcohol during prohibition, purposely poisoned their own citizens, and and did the same thing with the the cannabis there for a bit. Boo. Uh, so so what's it like there in Massachusetts? Uh, it sounds like it's quite interesting there. Tell us more about that. I, I don't think we've had anyone tell us much about the Massachusetts scene. Uh, well, it, it, it's very wonderful. It, it, it was decrim uh, for a while, and then they went uh, full on. Um, limited uh growth where, where you can let's see if i can remember i believe that you can possess up to nine ounces of flour i believe uh that is the law and we are allowed allowed or um to grow or, or to possess up to six flowering plants uh, up to 12 flowering plants per household. Um, and I do believe they may have some uh, minor guidance restrictions uh, over your, your grow. I'm not sure if they want to see a fence. I haven't really read it for a while because uh, I just sort of do what I do, um, which is grow my own weed in my yard because we can and it's legal. Woo! -hoo -hoo! Yay! And um, so, so that's a uh, boy, what a great thing that is in of itself. Uh, I believe that uh, you are supposed to uh, keep your stash, if you're traveling in a car, locked in your trunk or locked in your glove box, lest they treat it uh, as an open container uh, situation. So uh, obviously it, it's it's better here. It, it's gooder here. I mean, I, I feel much uh, more confident about going about my daily life without that uh, particular level of uh, paranoia. I mean, obviously, I, I remember one year when, a, you know, the, the drug task force buzzed over with their helicopters and, and looked down and by all rights should have seen uh, my 
measly little plants that I was growing, but they, they were so distracted by all the other crazy stuff going on in my yard uh, that, that, that they didn't see it. But, uh, you know, just that, I mean, I was out there uh, and my heart was beaten and, uh, you know, for months there after almost years, every time my, my neighbors would fire up their lawnmower, it would get me going. It would be like, oh, uh, so it's just, it's just such a, a, a better all around atmosphere when, uh, when we can really not have those worries about being locked up and jacked up and harassed and, um, all of those things. So what are so what are the uh, more popular products over there? Uh, people leaning more towards flowers, a lot of concentrates, a lot of edibles. What a uh, what a uh, what's kind of popular? What are, what are your favorites? Maybe that's a better question. Well, I, I just uh, I like my homegrown. Um, you know, I, I mean, we we got a, a brand new. Uh, uh, dispensary here in town, uh, Happy Valley. They've, they've got a big uh, grow going on in this industrial park. And uh, let's see, we got some, try some uh, GG, which was their version of the Gorilla Glue. Of course, uh, uh, the Gorilla Glue has the uh, copyright on it, so they, they have to their knockoff uh, or whatever. And let's see, we just we're going to a a, a drive-in uh, music show up in New Hampshire tomorrow night. It's a, a uh, Grateful Dead uh, style cover band and uh, there's going to be fireworks and so we picked up um, some Thank You Jerry is a, is a flavor that they got and uh, what was the other one something about uh, oh so, some Grateful Dead themed uh, one actually but uh, but we haven't busted into those yet because we are we are waiting we are, we're going to bust them open there and uh, looking very much forward to that and of course, you know, I like the heady weeds, you know, I, I don't like to be too sedated, um, you know, I mean, because uh, then you just got to drink the coffee to overcome that. Uh, so, yeah, I like like my CBDs, like my THCs and uh, all the various combinations thereof. Yes, indeed. Amen. Do you, have a, do you have a particular strain that you've been growing for a long time or any anything that you've been kind of... Uh really loving on for a couple of years? Um, you know, I, by the time all is said and done, you know, I, I labeled all, you know, they're labeled the seeds in the beginning. And then I start to put the little labels, what they are. And, and, but then by the time I've, uh, repotted them all into their final form, uh, most of the time I've completely uh, forgotten what in the heck they are and I don't keep them separate. And so it just, uh, it gets all mixed up and, uh, um, so no, I'm, 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 I guess I'm not really a connoisseur snob like that. You know, I mean, uh, I, have a, I have a great appreciation for all the wonderful flavors and the smells and the tastes and, and, uh, and the various buzzes and stuff. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's just, they're, they're just all good. They're just all good for me. I like them. Yay. And one of these days, yes, we, we I do hope to have a vermin supreme strain out. Um, had a friend in LA who was working on one. It was a huge, a very high THC, high CBD, uh, with a minty fresh uh, uh, taste and, and aroma to it, which uh, was very uh, related to the mandatory toothbrushing and, and dental hygiene awareness uh, platform, which I've been uh, pushing for so long. Yeah, you always have a giant toothbrush. I want to tell people about that. 
Well, uh, one of the uh, very important issues that uh, I am known for in my uh, political career is, of course, the uh, mandatory toothbrushing law. And, of course, uh, the important thing to remember about that is, yes, gingivitis has been eroding the gum line of our great nation for long enough and must be stopped. For too long, our country has been suffering a great moral and oral decay in spirit and incisors. A country's future depends on its ability to bite back. We can no longer be a nation indentured. Our very salivation is at stake. So please, won't you join me as we skip over the bridge work into the 23rd century, let us brace ourselves, bite the bullet, and become a sea of shining, smiling, smiling, shining, smiling, shining, shining, smiling, smiling, shining, smiling, smiling, shining, 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 smiling, smiling, shining, 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 smiling, faces from sea to shining sea. Now, friends, don't be fooled by false teeth prophets. This mandatory toothbrushing law is not about the secret dental police kicking down your door at 3 a.m. to make sure that you have brushed your teeth for your safety or your children's. No, friends, it is not. It is not about the dental re-education centers. It's not about the preventative dental facilities. It is not about the government-issued toothpaste containing an addictive yet harmless substance. No, friends, it is not even about the DNA gene splicing to create a race of winged monkeys to act as tooth fairies. No, friends, what this mandatory toothbrushing law is really about is strong teeth for a strong America. Thank you. I'm Vermin Supreme. So as you can see, uh, yes, I am a citizen dental advocate, and mandatory toothbrushing is a very, very important issue to my campaign and has been for quite some time. And, of course, that's something to keep in mind because, you know, a lot of stoners, you know, get the, you know, they smoke the weeds and, you know, they inject the marijuana or whatever, and they get the munchies and, and they want to start eating. And then they get a little drowsy and maybe a little nod off without brushing their teeth so it's it's uh, yes sometimes i'll carry the giant toothbrush to remind all you stoners out there who smoke their weeds and inject the cannabises and get all stoned and just don't forget to brush your teeth thank you this has been a public service announcement vermin supreme so uh you're a you're a big supporter of uh, the cannabis hemp heritage act of 2020 um uh do you want to tell us oh, more I, about I, you, you know, I believe I totally, absolutely, 100% endorse that sucker. Oh, I thank you for reminding me. I, sometimes I endorse so many things and get, you know, it's like vermin wheat, but if I'm fully behind it 100%. Now, can I tell you anything about it? Oh, goodness, heck no. I, I should have, I, I guess I should have been paid a little more attention. That could have actually been asked. Uh, but uh, the fact of the matter is that I fully support it. I, I don't remember what it is, though. Now, I'm not a stoner. I'm not sure if I really knew fully what it was before. I, I know I know my people reached out. I, I know uh, Jay West uh, out there at uh, 
Hollywood and Vine uh, was uh, uh, involved, and uh, he put that uh, forth to me. And I felt that that was the least that I could do um, as a person with some semblance of, uh, of sway for some reason. Some people, you know, they... I don't know. It's like I'm a big deal on the Internet or some shit. I don't really know. Uh, but uh, he felt that it would be very uh, important and useful for me to uh, promote that particular issue. Now, let me think if I can. OK, what, what, what was it about again? It was, it was about growing. It was about growing. Yes, it's about uh, kind of uh, uh, repealing a lot of the stuff that Amendment 64 caused in, in uh, California. Um, but before, uh, I'm sure you, you were also friends with Dennis Barone uh, or had been over there, uh, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, Absolutely, you know, over Jack the years, Rainbow. for sure. Yeah, yep. no, I, I knew I, many, many years at the Rainbow Gatherings because Dennis would go uh, to to the Rainbow Gatherings. I think that's where I knew him uh, a lot from, for sure. Good guy. Oh yeah, and uh, and Wayne and all that. They're good people down there. So, and uh, Dennis isn't with us anymore, but uh, there's many good people that are still fighting the good fight down there in San Francisco. Amen. Amen for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's um, see. So, yeah. so, uh, so yeah, so it's going to help uh, hopefully here uh, uh, repeal a lot of the stuff that Amendment 64 caused and um, help bring in uh, industrial hemp production, um, help uh, uh, protect cannabis hemp euphoric um, uh, use as well, uh, and then also bring the, the taxes in line, make it much easier for people to get per legal permits, um, you know, uh, favor people that have been growing traditionally in traditional growing areas. And kind of again undo a lot of the the insanity that Amendment 64 uh, did. That's actually how I met uh, Dennis Barone was was lobbying against Amendment 64 together in, mm. in California. So, well, good, 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 good. Yes, no, it's 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 about time. And uh, yes, I, I fully support all of the things as I have said on the record. Obviously, one hundred percent down with that. Yes. How is how is it looking? Is is it looking good? Um, I'm not sure on the on the chances of it going through. I just had a chance to read through it today and saw that you'd supported it and was and familiarized myself with it a little bit. But uh, um, that, that, that's all there was. I actually had, wasn't familiar with it until I actually was doing research on you uh, as a guest. Yeah, so okay, well, I'm, I'm very glad that that led to that. That's uh, that's a very very fortuitous uh, turn of events that you realized that you looked into something because I supported it. And then you knew more about it than I knew about it who supported it. So that's, uh, boy, uh, thank you very much. You really saved my ass on that one. <laughs> oh, no worries. Hey, uh, I'm glad you're out there supporting the community. Uh, every little bit of support helps. The number one enemy of the cannabis is lack of education. And uh, the more we can all do as a community to help fight that, the better, you know. Well, um, did you have uh, any other uh, uh, agriculture-related topics that you wanted to bring up uh, uh, since we're on the topic of uh, cannabis and agriculture? I know you, you have quite a few other agricultural policies that you're passionate um, Such as? You've done the research. You better refresh my memory here. I, I guess oh, I yes. should well, know. You, uh, <laughs> you're also a very big I proponent mean... of, of, uh, of equines and, and other... Uh, and other oh, large well, yes, yes. I mean, of course. I mean, I, I guess that's livestock. I guess that that's loosely affiliated with the agriculture. I, I guess we can make that stretch. We can we can we can go there. We can we can take that leap. I, I thought perhaps you were leaning towards the the the, the zombie based energy power plants that I have proposed okay. in the past. <laughs> uh, but of course, I, I guess it's arguable that zombies, uh, since they're sort of undead, I, I guess. 
uh, you know, there's their vegetables, I guess. Sure. Technically, a zombie could be considered a vegetable, perhaps. And uh, I guess you do harness them uh, sort is sort of like raising them, which is sort of like livestock and then uh, putting them on giant hamster wheels uh, and hamsters are like livestock, too. Um, sure. Um, th there is that. Yes, of, of course. It could be because it's all, all tied into the Green New Deal, which is sort of de-industrializing de uh, society. And of course, I've always been a proponent of, uh, of victory gardens because I believe that uh, they should be mandatory, uh, especially in this day and age when uh, things uh, seem to be uncertain, uh, when the uh, ecological catastrophes uh, are unfolding uh, in front of us, and uh, there's all the uh, supply chain issues, which uh, were shown to be uh, quite vulnerable in, in, during the pandemic, tam, uh, pandemic and, and COVID times, and um, let alone uh, the uh, climate change itself and, and all of these things. So, yes, I, I think it's a great idea that everybody should be growing a lot more uh, food and, and learning to preserve it through canning and, and pickling and uh all of those things for sure i mean uh, of course a, a lot of it's addressed in in my book here uh i pony uh blueprint for a new america it is of course a uh, story uh, about uh the future long after a vermin supreme presidency after everybody has their pony after zombie power fuels the nation after the secret dental police have set up checkpoints every couple hundred yards or so for your safety. It is a warning from the people of the future to you, the people of their past, your present, that Vermin Supreme is a madman and must be stopped. True story. It's, of course, available at uh, iponythebook.com. And uh, there are some, uh, a lot of, lot of nice drawings. There, there's a lot of great... Uh, artwork throughout and uh, i highly recommend uh, that you uh, check it out and it, it does have a lot of the ants uh, there's a, a picture of one of the uh, the zombie turbines you can see there's the the zombies and there's the giant turbine um let's see there there's a picture of, of the zombies uh, in uh, battle against the pony drones uh, because uh, yes the pony drones uh, i guess we were getting to that sort of um let's see <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? And of course, I, I'd be remiss if I did not uh, titillate your audience uh, with the uh, uh, extremely graphic uh, uh, pony uh, erotica uh, 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 illustration that is is part of that book. Uh, once again, uh, yes, uh, it goes there, and it's it's like once again, it's it's a story about a man and a woman and 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 their their family and, and their fight to save America uh, from the zombies. Um, spoiler alert. It's uh, there's zombie Kong appears in it also. Uh, but of course I, I think you're uh, perhaps we're, we're, we're lending me the leading me to uh, the, the possibility of talking about uh, the ponies, the, the free ponies for all Americans, of course, which is oh, yes. indeed we're, another very important. We're thinking uh, that you're, uh, the waste from all those ponies would be great for growing all the victory gardens and all the cannabis and all the victory gardens. Oh, absolutely. The, the the pony poop is one of the, the major, most exciting uh, side products uh, of it. Uh, the the re-upping, the uh, 
the soil that has been uh, destroyed uh, by uh, years of agribiz and, and massive factory farming and, and all that. So, uh, for sure, and of course, it's it, you know it's a three pronged energy uh, platform. You know, we have the zombie power. You also have the the methane gas and the methane uh, harnessing, and um, yes, and, and the pony uh, transportation itself, which is essentially we're looking at a, a post fossil fuel uh world uh you know i said it's very easy to envision you know you're driving down the highway and you look around and it's just you just envision that all those cars are are ponies and carts and and you yourself are in a a pony and cart and uh sure it's a little slower it's a lot a little calmer and it takes a little longer but you know what's the hurry really Uh, especially in this uh post uh, post fossil fuel uh perhaps post-industrial um society um one of the important things to understand about, of course, uh, ponynomics is that uh, once you possess, once once you have received your free pony, uh, once all Americans receive their free pony, um, you will not only have your free pony, but you will also have equity in the pony that you own. Because, of course, you own something, you have equity in it. And if you have equity in something, well, then you can use it as collateral and borrow against it. So there, so we've established a pony-based debt. And uh, of course, debt's a very important part of the economy. Um, you know, uh, banks make all their money on debts, uh, lending it and selling it. And, and you can buy debt and you can sell debt. And, and uh, countries own like uh, trillions of dollars of each other's debt. And so it, it, and Wall Street's uh, based on, it's, it's, a, it's a house of cards uh, based on debt, essentially. So yeah, and, uh, so we're going to create, so once we have created debt, then we're going to need to create a financial uh, pony-based debt instruments. We'll bring in the, uh, brightest and the smartest from all the Ivy Leagues, and they will help create uh, incredibly opaque, hard to understand, impossible to to grok um, uh, financial instruments. Uh, which and so what we'll be doing is buying and selling pony debt and creating a bubble within the economy. Now, as you know, when you have created a bubble in your economy, I mean that's a great thing because it means that the economy is firing on all cylinders. Everybody's working. Things are happening. Uh, Wall Street's making hand over money, hand over fist. Um, and of course, uh, it is a minor concern with many people. They say, "Oh, but bubbles burst," and um, this bubble is going to be different because it is going to be reinforced and steel belted and last forever. Fact. Now, some people ask me, Vermin, is it true that we are going to be literally using ponies as currency? And I say, of course not. That would be crazy until we can make them really, really small <laughs> so so what grow tips do you have uh for, for your garden uh do you use a pony compost in your in your garden for your plants right now currently oh, when, when possible um uh, some uh, just a little bit of humanure occasionally um but that, that's you know after a year of, of composting um uh, that that's it's it's ready for that um i like to um i've got some really nice uh compost i've been throwing leaves off this cliff uh for many years uh, if you watch the documentary uh who is vermin supreme which is a great documentary uh please watch it on vimeo um covers my whole crazy career um and you can see it's a 2012 documentary and they and they show me throwing leaves off this cliff 
And this year I started getting that compost, those composted leaves and mixing it into the soil that I tend to, to uh, use again every year uh, after I uh, replenish it. I used uh, definitely uh, uh, some cow manure um, when I was replenishing the soil. And I do like to add um, a liquid uh, compost uh, nutrients. Uh, my friend uh, Glenn uh, Batten out in uh, Pennsylvania has a Mother Earth uh, organic uh, he puts out which is uh, a liquid uh, compost. So I've, I've used that. And uh, locally, uh, we have a, a friend, friends, Ann and Dave, uh, who do uh, Nature's Harvest. And they produce a, uh, a product uh, from fish guts, essentially, uh, because we live in uh, uh, Gloucester, Massachusetts, and there is still somewhat of a fishing industry. And so uh, after processing the fish, there's a fair amount of uh, fish guts and fish uh, bones and skins. And they somehow, uh, through their secret magic uh, uh, composting process, uh, turn it into this uh, very uh, fine uh, liquid product. And uh, they, they have an organic version, which tends to, to smell a little bit more. It's not really good uh, if, you have an, if you have an indoor grow. Uh, it's a little fishy, but for outdoors, it, it, it's totally fine. And I think those are the, the main nutrients that I use uh, are the, uh, the Mother Earth Organics and uh, uh, Nature. What, the heck, what was the other one I called? Um, yes. What, what do you like? I'm a big supporter of uh, aquaponics, and then uh, we all love our, our plant ferments, uh, compost, various compost teas, and, and some ferment-based stuff. Uh, big fan of fermented uh, stinging nettle. A uh, big fan of um, uh, mullein uh, and and comfrey. Uh, comfrey is another really good one for your compost. Um, we we do all different types of stuff. Uh, um, I, I, as far as bottled nutrient stuff or, or off-the-shelf stuff. Um, uh, real big fan of, of uh, like you're saying, down to earth. A uh, uh, big fan of theirs. I've used quite a bit of their products as well. Mammoth P. Mammoth P as well, yeah. Yeah, but bottle. Yeah, I know y'all love that. Everybody loves that. So, is there any uh, any strains out there that you're you're hoping to grow? Maybe you haven't grown yet, but are on your list, or any anything out there that you've maybe tried and you'd love to grow, or some other type of of. Uh, you know, uh, plant, maybe not even cannabis that you'd love to grow that you haven't had a chance to grow yet? Uh, we've, we've got the tomatoes grow. We've got a lot of tomatoes this year. Uh, we haven't had very much success with the, the broccoli. I don't know if the, I would, I, I think we, we like growing the corn because it has such a, a nice look to it. And we've been, uh, it's sort of a container uh, garden this year. And, um, and uh, the kale was successful. The kale was super successful. Uh, so it, it's so it's, the lettuce was uh, very successful, um, and I think I think we like the corn just so ornamental. I think we're going to try and uh, get, get a, a fair amount of corn and maybe build our own little mini corn maze just because it, it has such a, a good look to it. And um, uh, this year I've been uh, we, we're not often home uh, this time of year. A lot of times we're like at the the rainbow gathering or or visiting family in Michigan, but with the, with the COVID and the cancellations of all, all these events, <coughs> um, we found ourselves home this time of year. And uh, I've been picking blueberries and uh, June berries. Uh, and like, I, so I cut the tail end of the June berries 
And the June berries are like something that I discovered. I've been living with them for, you know, 30 years in the woods and, and would always like walk down the trail and see all these like smushed, uh, you know, purple black berries on the ground and, and not give them much thought. But then this year I looked up and, and found the trees where I could reach them and started uh, collecting uh, pints. And then I, I started giving myself a, a quota. I, I would pick a quart of uh uh, June berries and when they when they stopped uh, when they passed uh, into the blueberries and now the the blueberries are letting up and now it's uh, blackberries and so I've been really uh, spending a fair amount of time um, for I don't know I, I can't say time better spent uh, but I've I, I just uh, been really spending an hour hour and a half uh, two hours uh, just picking berries in nature and uh, that is, uh, it's a uh, very zen, very, very chill, and uh, it's it's I'm I'm loving it, and uh, hoping to do more things. The, the black walnuts uh, are are starting to come down, and uh, so I think we're starting to collect those. Uh, of course, they're really hard to open sometimes, uh, but uh, so yeah, I, I think we're a uh, little uh, foraging, a little foraging movie going. That's awesome. I'm a huge fan of foraging. I used to do a ton both in Pennsylvania and in Colorado. I uh, love getting the fiddleheads back east. It's definitely something that uh, we don't find out west here. Uh, at least I haven't. Uh, and then, um, you know, all the wonderful mushrooms. Are you, are you also a mushroom hunter as well? A little bit. Ones that I can tell for sure. The Belitis, uh, that, that's a, a pretty solid one I could pick out. Um, and the, the Hen of the Woods, uh, for sure. And, um, like that mainly those two um and yes they're there just it's just so wonderful to be able to to find food find the food in the nature it's uh oh there's not, nothing better nothing better i think and of course greens uh dandelion greens and dandelions when they're coming up and uh for for years we were doing you know with dandelion wine that was a, that was a pretty regular thing we were doing and, and and wine is so simple. I mean, it, 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 it's so fun. Uh, um, you know, I mean, if you do beer, you sort of have to, you, you, it just takes too much water. And if you're living a little bit off the grid without the water, you know, it, it, but the wine is so, so low, uh, low maintenance, really. I mean, you just put it, you know, you, you start it and you put it away and, and come back to it uh, months and months later. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We are all big fans of, uh, of uh, dandelion uh, ferment. It actually has quite a bit of potassium, high in iron. Uh, very good for your garden. You could actually just do a basic steep ferment on it as a, as a straight plant food. It's wonderful. Oh. What I use for my FDJ is dandelions. Found out they were edible. I'm, I do the ferment with the, uh, the brown sugar, like Chris Trump teaches, for natural farming. And then you cap it. But the last thing you do to cap it to put, get all the air out is you cap it with a half inch of brown sugar. So when it's all done and said and turned into a, like a gel, a, like it's a jelly or a liquid, a thick liquid, you take the top off and you got dandelion candy. Wow. Woohoo. That sounds great. It is good. Yeah. I'm going to try your dandelion wine because I got blackberries and dandelions all over the place. Most, and I'm in the South. Oh, so I get yeah. Oh, it's time. so good. It's so, it's so sweet. Yeah. And yeah, I think it, raisins and, and yeast and, and just, you just boil down the, the dandelion mash or, or even, you, just, you know, I, I can't remember if you boil or you soak it, but 
boom, it's, it's really a very simple process right up front. And then you just let it, let it sit and put it somewhere and, and forget about it. And then you come back to it, uh, down the, down the line and bottle it. Oh, highly what recommend. What kind of container it. you leave it in when you make it up? Um, sort of just big, uh, glass jugs. Okay. So big, big nation jars. Yeah. Uh, sort of uh, yeah gla gla glass uh, two gallon jugs uh, you know you, you got to get yeah or, or even gallon jugs really I, I think we had it or bigger you could go five gallon jugs if you wanted to I suppose um, <laughs> and you just need the little, you just need the little airlock thing you, you plug it in and so just to, so it can release the uh, the di carbon dioxide or whatever it's burping out there as the as the yeast ingests the sugar and excretes the alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. Thank you, thank you. I'll have to get on that pretty soon. Oh yes. Oh, p please do. You you will thank me. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Good idea. Any uh, any other brew tips? It sounds like you're quite the brewer. Oh, it, it it's been a while. It's been a while, but uh, you know, yeah, I just recommend it as a hobby, just because it's uh, it's so simple and so rewarding, um, and you can do it. You know, if you got a good deal on you know even if you dumpstered a, a pile of this or that or if you if you har harvest a lot of this or that um you know you can make a lot of lot of different different wines and there's a lot of recipes uh uh for just uh, all sorts of different produce you know vegetables and fruits and um and it's it's just really fun well uh uh, I don't want to take up your whole night. Is there any other uh, uh, things that you wanted to tell people? Uh, uh, do you want to have a have a smoke together uh, before we let you? Uh... Oh, you have a, a new uh, a new thing you're working on. Uh, you had launched a new um, uh, a new thing. I wasn't able to to pop on, but you guys sent me an an invite. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, sure, I I will indeed. I will indeed. Um, you know, I, I've been running the the imaginary uh, pretend campaign for thirty years. Uh, in the last year, I ended up running a real campaign uh, for the Libertarian Party nomination, which was such a very different experience. It was different from anything I'd ever done before. You know, in previous years, it was like I'd go up to the New Hampshire primary for for a week or two and, and screw around with all the other politicians and the media and and try and get some uh, publicity there. And then I would go to the conventions and then maybe I would go to the uh, inauguration so i would spend maybe a month a, a year every four years and that brought me to this level of you know enough a lot of people knowing me and of course in 2012 i did the thing where i glitter bombed randall terry and uh got famous on the internet there and uh when 2020 rolled around uh, 2018 uh this campaign manager this woman desiree Lindsay, reached out to me asking me if i wanted to run a serious campaign and i said maybe yeah sure why not and so we did and the past year i was at debating and attending state conventions and uh, and d really trying to get the nomination of a, of a real party which was totally a different thing uh so during this time and we we're trying to make this fusion of you know bringing in love and compassion into libertarian party which is not something that it's really known for and promoting the ideas of mutual aid and helping one another as a way to uh, uh, further society. And, um, you know, these were some of the cornerstones of, of my campaign, uh, along with the Libertarian platform, Party platform, uh, lp.org slash platform. 
Um, but we developed such a, a, a team of, uh, of volunteers and people who uh, became vested in this method of uh, uh, the communication strategy of uh, using nonlinear messaging to try and uh, promote this idea of freedom and, uh, and uh, fun and laughter um, that uh, when I did not receive the nomination uh, for the Libertarian Party, um, we, we wanted to do something else. We wanted to continue, you know, because there is certainly, it is arguable that, you know, I have some momentum or, or a direction and it's never been totally clear uh, what that might lead to. Uh, but we started thinking about it and we started brainstorming and we came up with this idea of uh, the Vermin Supreme Institute. And so what we did is we took my name, which is, vermin supreme and we added the word institute <laughs> and and thus making it sound totally legit <laughs> because if you add the word institute to something it, it it's really sounds legitimate and um so yes uh, that is definitely something uh, that that we have done and uh, we are a real thing. Uh, you can go to the, our website, which is uh, verminsupremeinstitute.org. And uh, we have a mission statement that if I can find at my fingertips, um, I can read to you. If, uh, um, and it's, or it's, it's on the site itself. And it's, it's pretty simple. Open up, please. Ah, here we go. And, um, oh, where'd it go? Well, that's not it. No, that's not it either. Oh, here we go. Are you ready? Are you, are you ready for this? Okay. Our purpose is to inspire social evolution through the disruption of authoritarianism to promote compassionate activism and to spread knowledge of redacted history through the use of humor, direct action, and mutual aid, we uplift the disaffected, disenfranchised, and disempowered. And that is uh, what we hope to accomplish, uh, utilizing the, uh, the special vermin supreme sauce that makes it uh, exciting, I guess. And uh, we've got different people working on different projects. Um, we are uh, welcoming uh, various initiatives. And um, ultimately, it's, it's not completely defined uh, what we are, but we will be defined uh, what we end up doing. And so far, we have a uh, beautiful people's project we are, where we recognize people doing uh, wonderful things. Uh, we are starting to put, it, uh, to put together various history projects. Uh, we're an educational organization and uh, we are going to be uh, developing uh, lesson plans uh, for, uh, for, for classroom and uh, homeschooling. For starters, check us out. I mean, That's I could awesome. definitely see it. Always good to see people putting education out there. Yes. And, and for example, uh, a project that I'm working on, I, I'm, uh, I've been, uh, you know, in, in talks with uh, different sketch comedy troops, uh, different college comedy troops, and I'm offering them the opportunity to, you know, illustrate, say, a logical fallacy. 
And so uh, we're trying to, you know, create different content that will be educational and, and useful and informative uh, for people. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. That's awesome. Alrighty. Well, did you have any uh, last words for our uh, uh, fellow cannabis enthusiasts? Well, um, dude, <laughs> are you, are you feeling it, man? Are, are you feeling it? Whoa, 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 head rush, man. Whoa, whoa, that is some heady weed, man. Did you, did you ever think you, did you ever really look at your fingers, man? Did, did you ever really look at your hand? Isn't that isn't that weird? Isn't that wow? Fingers are so so cool, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, just keep the keep the good fight. Let's uh, keep the pressure on. It looks like we are making uh, progress, but there are certainly uh, there's much progress yet to be made. Uh, there's still many states that uh, still persecute people. Uh, there are still too, too many people in prison for uh, vi for victimless crimes. And a crime without a victim is, is no crime at all. And so I hope that you will uh, uh, continue supporting uh, all those who are imprisoned and uh, working on their release, uh, in addition to all uh, all our various uh, pro-cannabis activism. And, uh, and, There's the question and be, be a little careful. With What's that? There's a question I'd love to ask you is what is your what is your prediction on when we'll finally get some federal sanity and and do you think it'll start off as medical only or do you think they'll actually allow us to go medical and wreck uh, off the bat on a federal level? I don't know. I I had high hopes for Trump. Uh, you know, he he said he was gonna and and he's uh, he's so crazy. He might just do that uh, in in the, in the next coming months just to you know, outflank Biden or something. So uh, uh, he could use it as uh, a, a, some crazy political ploy. Uh, but obviously, I'm kind of, uh, Biden. And, I'm kind of fingers crossed, hoping that the GOP will uh, use try to take it away as a wedge issue and just legalize it to get it get it off the table is what I'm hoping for. But I'm hoping they don't come in with some draconian uh, regulatory structure that just screws everything up. Which you know yeah. they will. They'll screw it up. Yeah. They're going to come in there like they, the same as they did with hemp. They've all now the states are setting it up where you set up to fail to grow hemp. So you spend all year to grow hemp and you can't even, you can't even the seed companies say, well, we grow seeds that are 0.05 and you've got to have them at 0.03. And I mean, it's so minute, it's ridiculous. There's one point that yeah. right there. It's like, a, it's like near beer, you know? <laughs> All the flavor and all the fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> all righty. Well, thanks again so much for joining us. So why don't you tell everybody how to find you if they want to learn more about you and uh, and your universe. Okay. okay, I most definitely. Well, I, I'm on the internet, totally on the internet. Um, you can check out my uh, verminsupreme2020.com. Um, although I'm semi, I'm sort of, I'm pretending to seek, uh, I'm seeking the Republican and the Democratic nomination. I have no high hopes, but, uh, but that allows me to maintain my website, vermintsupreme2020.com. Uh, that's where you can buy merchandise and stuff like that. Um, Vermin Supreme Institute, uh, 
org, which is uh, this exciting new project where we uh, hope to educate and enlighten and entertain. Um, watch the Vermin Supreme documentary, Who is Vermin Supreme? Uh, that is on Vimeo. Uh, check out, uh, I'm on TikTok, The Real Vermin Supreme, until Trump banishes that from America. Um, Vermin Supreme for President on Facebook. It's got a blue check mark. It's official. At Vermin Supreme on Twitter. I think there's a Reddit. There's probably a Discord. Um, and uh, I don't know. You just Google me up. I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and you, if you've got an interesting project, uh, reach out to me. Uh, if you if you have something that you think might uh, be umbrellaed or, or partnered up with the, the, the Vermin Supreme Institute, um, uh, I am definitely hoping to do some uh, hemp education. I'm hoping to uh, uh, partner uh, and do some sort of... Uh, thing at the uh, Happy Valley uh, dispensary here and stroll through and talk about things. And I mean, you know, it's so hard to, you know, you, everything's been done under the sun. So we're, we're going to try and do it again, but a little bit different uh, with, with me. So I, I guess, yeah, like that. So um, yeah, that's all, you know, no, no big whoop, no big deal. Just me. Well, it's been oh. a hoot. I can tell you that. Yeah, thanks a lot, and uh, always fun to see people that uh, you know enjoy showmanship uh, as much as I do. And uh, uh, you know, it's kind of a lost art, and uh, it's wonderful to to see you out there, kind of uh, keeping the the torch alive. Ah, oh, yes, yes, uh, carrying that torch. Um, you know, I I think I yeah. Together, we will ride our ponies into a zombie-powered future. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Cheers. All righty. That was awesome. It was a really wonderful having him on. Uh, we wanted to have him on for a long time, and uh, it was really great. Uh, you're, you're welcome to take off if you need to, and if not, you're welcome to stick around. We'll kind of recap what we've been up to this week in our gardens before we close down the show. So thanks again, man. Okay. Well, oh, um, th thank you very much. I, 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 I'm going to got to get up early in the morning and uh so i will leave you and uh it was wonderful to meet you and, and thank you so very much for uh having me on your show and uh hopefully uh we can all get together and uh smoke weed sometime uh, oh yeah let me know when you come through oklahoma i got a fat sack for you excellent excellent for sure thank you so much take care bye-bye peace Good night. how you doing roger you've been weathering a hurricane What's up uh, yeah, we, we got lucky. Um, our friends to the north didn't get so lucky. Uh, it did hit landfall right above Charleston. and uh, But it, what happened for us is it languished around Florida, but then when it got up near us, it just picked up and took off. And it just went right by us. We were on the north side, I mean, the northwest side. So it, it, we, it was far enough off. off um, so, But we still had basically what the... the work has been the last couple of days is that we had to get all prepared for the damn thing in case it hit us and now we got to get everything back out you know and put it back where it belongs and you know continue our projects uh we held up because we saw it we were getting ready to plastic the greenhouse double poly the greenhouse but we decided to wait and now since it is hurricane season my partner asked me you think we ought to wait another month <laughs> I don't know. It's, we don't know really, but I found out all the medium I had planned on getting now and tons of plants ready to go that it's not going to be here till September. So 
that was pretty hard hit in the face today. So I'm just going to throw everything that I can throw in the, the my organic garden I built a few years ago that we worked it up and turned it this year. And it's is beautiful. I got really thick. Oh, you just walk in and it just, just is so, I don't know, it's so fluffy. I don't know how to say it's dirt, you know, but it's perfect. I mean, I'm sorry. To, the, my pumpkins are doing great. I did some beans, even though it's really the wrong time to do beans. I just figured I'd put them out there. And I have shit, but I'm using shade cloth outdoors. So I got steel poles that I put up and then I hang the shade cloth over top of them. So that makes a real big difference in the summer because it's um, you literally, I got to say, it's almost 20 degrees difference, you know, when you walk because and you can see the difference of the shade from the, from the uh, sunny side part of it. But uh, no, we're just, uh, going along, I'm working on my uh, OHN and I'm working on, um, I got to do some new FPJ and some new labs. And so I'm going to be doing that, I think, since we were thinking about holding back on the greenhouse a little bit to go through hurricane season, we'll just keep cleaning up and removing. So I've got some more trees and, and shrubs to remove out of, out of areas that I want clear because we've extend, we're extending it this year. We're adding 48 feet. So it's going to be a lot of fun doing that. There's a ton of shit to do. You know, there's, there's never like there's nothing to do, but I'm going to I'm going to go through and do go ahead and commit to my uh, natural farming inputs right now since we're going to wait on the greenhouse. That's what I was getting at. So that's about it. Uh, you know, um, Amy's going to have her last operation, hopefully next uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think. And uh, I wish her well. And then she's going to finally, after 10, 11 months, get out of the hospital. You know, so she's dying to get out and we're, we, you know, I'm dying to have her come out and be part of the, part of the, you know, family and farm again. You know, I know she wants to get out, man. Can you imagine being cooped up in a freaking hospital and you're, you know, like most of the time you're just walking around, but because of COVID, you're really cooped up, you know? What, uh, what, what cultivars are you growing this year? Um, shoot. Well, you, well, I'm growing all veggies right now because we were going into hemp, so I didn't do anything on the shady side, allegedly, you know. Uh, I, but uh, I got ja uh, giant jack-o'-lanterns, and now, yeah, I'm going to have to think. Um, shoot, I got a bunch of new ones this year, Steve, but I do know one that I've found that's interesting. I had a guy call me up because he saw even my ad in Market Maker, which is the South Carolina uh, Certified Growers Association, which like your cert South Carolina Certified Grown Department of Agriculture Certified, or how he got, I've been called me up and asked me if I'd grow peppers for somebody. And I told him we had really not, we were building the greenhouse and, and he told, I said, so what do you want? Cause he wants to make a sauce. I said, what do you want to do? He said, we're going to make a sauce. And I said, so what do you want? What kind of pepper? And he goes, I want you to, I, I'm looking for a lemon drop. You ever heard of lemon drop? It's a pretty, all right, all right, cool. Well, it's a pretty, for all of you out there, I look at the picture and it looks like it's amongst the really hot peppers. It's got a little tail at the bottom of it, but here's the kicker. And for you people that like to cook and this intrigued me, I bought a whole bunch of these seeds because if it is what it is, I think I'm going to love it. It's a hot citrusy tasting pepper that has a lemon flavor to it. So if you wanted to cook, imagine that having a hot pepper and lemon in the same pepper. So I, I'm really intrigued with that. I got some interesting, uh, uh, was it uh, some basil, uh, shoot, what was it? It was from Thailand or, or Taiwan. I don't know, but 
I got in, I decided to experiment with a little basil and start drying and, you know, leaves, you know, uh, spices and stuff like that. So I tried two or three uh, different kind of basils and one of them, um, yes, Thai basil, and it has purple flowers. So I thought that would be really interesting as far as, it, you know, because I, my idea, so I've always, <clears throat> excuse me, I've always tried to cater as well as work, growing, producing for whole foods, I've always tried to cater to restaurants because I've got a passion for cooking. And I think it'd be cool, really cool to um, be able to bring interesting things that, that a chef couldn't get anywhere else and find a market that way too. You know, and I'm gonna hit the, uh, like the Asian markets this year. I'm gonna try to maybe start growing some stuff to cater to them. Cause there's so many of them and they, they're really big on having fresh stuff. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. It's all about margins in this business. You know, if you can't grow it and make a few bucks, it's not worth doing it unless you're growing food for your community or in, if it's, if you're sowing uh, deer to a church or something like that. For me, I just want to help people that are in need when I have extra food or it doesn't sell at the market. I just take it and give it to people that you can't afford to buy a bunch of good produce. So, because I don't need, I, you know, I don't need, I would love to get rich, but I don't need to get rich. So, you know, I'm rich just by when I help somebody out. So, thanks. Yeah, thanks. I, I, I can't, there's some other things I'm growing, but a bunch of different tomatoes, but I, I can't even tell you most of the names. You know, because I picked out a whole bunch of new tomatoes and I just wanted to experiment this year. So I'm, I apologize for that. Uh, partially, my, you know, since a lot of you may not know, I'm legally blind. So normally I would probably read the crap out of the little envelope about everything about it on the envelope and I would have known the names of everything. But I, I, can't, I can't find my notebook. I had a notebook when I planted everything in the starter cells. I had a notebook. And I've been searching for that thing for two weeks. It ticks me off because, of course, I put sticks in there. That's another problem. I wrote with a Sharpie on the damn white plastic sticks. And, you know, every time I change seeds from one cultivar to another and they, they, they faded off most of them. So, you know, I'm kind of feel like when, um, oh, geez, I can't believe this. Our guest, uh, um, Me, Vermin. Vermin, there you go. Vermin. When he brought up the same thing, it's like, I don't know what the hell I got. I think I'm just going to throw them all in the garden and then we'll see what color they are when they grow. <laughs> I do have some small tomatoes. I got some great tomatoes because I, I don't, I'm not really big on smaller tomatoes, but this year I decided uh, for the same thing, I was growing some aromas. Now that I think about it, I'm growing some uh, great tomatoes because I love to put them in chili. I just love when they cook in a whole thing, you stew it for a while and then you eat the chili and you get one of them little grape tomatoes and it just pops, you know, tomato in your mouth. I love that shit. Man. So that's about it, Steve. What's up with you? I mean, I know you're working your butt off in Oklahoma. You probably got a lot more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I got, I got two labs going up right now and two different projects, which is a lot of fun. We have uh, a couple of different grows I'm helping here and there on. We have a, a a big greenhouse we're planning for next year for another client down here in southern Oklahoma, and then a, a large new uh, begin and a large new project in Illinois, which is going to be awesome. Uh, sometime next year, we'll see how that goes. Obviously, in the early stages, uh, with with a new state like that, you never know. But uh, always going to be a lot of fun on some bigger projects, and uh, and we'll have uh, 
fingers crossed we'll have oh we'll have our coas back and we'll get our first batch of our new uh uh, uh products out in uh, oklahoma tomorrow or saturday so uh super stoked to have a bunch of cool new edibles out on the market um some really rapid acting stuff uh for people that are needing rapid acting uh, uh pain relief or or uh just need to get high really fast so uh, going to be really, really cool. And then so, some other interesting products that we've been working on with some other people um, and, and helping them with their stuff. So uh, be, be on the lookout for that. We'll have more information on that. We're just kind of waiting for our COAs so we can do a, an announcement uh, the same day that we're launching it to the stores. Uh, so uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So look look for that. And then we also have the virtual um, Alcaponic Cannabis Conference uh, coming up on October 3rd and 4th. We have people coming from uh, Europe, uh, Australia, um, uh, United States, Canada, uh, all over the world uh, will be joining us to talk about different aquaponic cannabis related topics uh, from pest management to soil to water, nutrients, um, uh, fermentations uh, that you can use in aquaculture, all different types of cool stuff. Uh, and it'll be all held for free uh, live here on the YouTube channel, uh, Potent Ponics. And we'll also have uh, sponsors from wonderful companies that are donating different products i know um a recharge is uh, going to be get, doing some giveaways um i got to go back and look at the rest of it we i have a new flyer we're going to be putting out next week once i get the last uh, last of it put together but we'll have a whole list of new awesome sponsors uh that are going to be giving away things in between um in between talks and uh, we'll have a whole bunch of cool surprises and then we're going to have a commercial panel of commercial aquaponic cannabis producers and just a bunch of really awesome uh, uh, education for people to, you know, people are interested in moving their company into a more sustainable direction, or maybe you are, uh, uh, you know, want to be able to donate a large amount of, of food to your local community while it's producing medicine for your community. It's a great way to do that as well. So um, uh, that'll be a really wonderful uh, event that we'll be putting on here in October. We've talked about quite uh, about a year and a half now. We've talked about doing an aquaponic cannabis conference specifically around that for two days, and uh, and we're finally making it happen. Uh, but due to due to the current world circumstances, it'll be all online. So, cool. Uh, Wait, can, can you send me a link to that? Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, I'd be happy to share a, that. Oh, that would be wonderful. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll absolutely. get it up on ilovegrowingmarijuana.com too. Yep, I I, I I have a website for it. I won't have it live yet, but I do have a flyer and everything for it. So uh, I, I can definitely send that over to you. Please. All right. And and I, I do have one correction. Um, uh, Neptune's harvest is the name of the nutrient, uh, my locally produced nutrient from fish guts. I, I think I, I might have said something else. So Neptune's harvest. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. We'll have to look into getting them on. Uh, uh, I know there's a, one or two other companies that are doing those, those aquaculture based stuff, and they're always really cool to talk to and how they got into it and, and the benefits of it. And uh, we, we were all huge proponents of, of fish based nutrients. And uh, uh, we, we love fish as much as you love ponies. So um uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we are we are quite familiar with them but uh we yeah we would love to, to to promote people that are on the same wavelength so definitely check that out uh, neptune's harvest uh, if you're looking for uh, a local massachusetts based uh, uh fish fish nutrient product that's awesome yeah absolutely we, thank you we've got yeah. a large I, membership. I, we got a large membership from massachusetts on our website on our, on our forum our support forum cultivation oh, very cool yeah, it's, um, so see, we I I um I run I love growing marijuana.com and we do the cultivation forum there. But when Massachusetts legalized, 
It's like oh, it seemed yeah. like everybody they got legal in Massachusetts joined our forum. I swear to God. So. Oh no, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'll put a thing out for you, Herman. Yeah. Thank goodness for small favors from the government, right? <laughs> oh, good. You're not going to throw me in jail for growing my weed. Thanks a lot. <laughs> hey, don't piss them off and get them to change you now. <laughs> that's what, oh, that's what he, doesn't tell, he doesn't tell everyone. The, the hat actually is his, stores his stash. He, he's always yeah. got a, a bunch, of, bunch of pounds stored up there. So you got your hair and he's got his hat, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alrighty, well uh that'll uh I think Marty uh had to take care of his kiddos. Um but um uh we'll uh, we'll wrap up the show. We'll have a, another wonderful guest again uh, next week and um uh, I appreciate you for watching. Uh, again, uh, Mr. Vermin, would you love to tell everyone uh, how they can find more information about you as we wrap up? Sure, sure. Uh, VerminSupreme2020.com, VerminSupremeInstitute.org, The Real Vermin Supreme on TikTok, at Vermin Supreme on Twitter, Vermin Supreme for President, blue check mark on Facebook. I think it's Vermin Supreme for President on Instagram, and also Vermin Supreme 2020. And uh, like I said, I think there's a Discord. I think there's a Reddit. Uh, I don't know. There, there's fan art all over. I, I just think it's funny to just Google Google Vermin Supreme and then look at all the images because it's like uh, there's some wacky stuff there, man. I, I don't know. All depends what you're looking for, really. And of course, uh, I'm available. I do stuff. Uh, I'm sure I do stuff. I'm just not sure what I do in this uh, strange new world we live in. So. Uh, I, 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 I love to do the personal appearances, but now they're by online. And, uh, but I was looking at one of those big giant, uh, clear, uh, hamster balls that you can get like, uh, uh, and, um, uh, I'm exploring the possibilities of making personal appearances in big giant Ziploc baggies or something. But, uh, I, you know, I, cause together we will lick the coronavirus. Wait a minute. No, don't lick it. That's not a good idea at all. Um, of course, if I am ever elected, I, I will outlaw the uh, COVID-19. That's number one. And uh, I will create COVID-19 free zone uh, because they, that works so well with uh, drugs and guns, keeping them out and stuff, making it a free zone. And uh, I will go back in time and I will kill baby uh, COVID-19. And I will, in fact, build a microscopic antimicrobial antiviral wall around America and follow that up with a note with hand sanitizer so i think uh together we'll, we'll get through this uh this this uh this test thank you have you have you thought about giving baby covid to baby hitler maybe as a playmate yeah okay that we could that could want be two, that could be one way to solve, go two problems always solve themselves though <laughs> Uh, yes, that we could make that happen. I think with the, the proper time, the proper time travel technology and the the will, the will is the important thing because there's a, where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, could right. happen. <laughs> uh, and Roger, how do people find you? Uh, you can find me um, Roger Latewood on Facebook, and you can find me at um, I Love Growing Marijuana dot com. Just come and join and 
shout out to Lakewood in the, in the uh, green room when you get there. <laughs> Got a lot of great. That's a, that's a great URL. Yeah. Well, I didn't think of that one, but, you know, I did get lucky to be hired by him. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and you guys can find uh, find more episodes of the show over at Potent Ponic. If you want to watch the video version, along with a bunch of other awesome cannabis edu and aquaponic education. Uh, and we have uh, recently did a long series on uh, pest management around beneficial insects. So if you're looking for beneficial insect solutions for your garden, we have uh, quite a wide range. Ooh, that's a nice looking bud there. Yeah, that's uh, that's from 2018, summer 2018, and uh, just curing along nicely. And I've yep. got last year's stash. Uh, when, when this one runs out, I'll be smoking that until I can harvest and cure the next one. And uh, and life is good in Massachusetts. Yes, <laughs> thank you. You can, uh, uh, you can find out our, our uh, recent uh, series on beneficial insects. And then uh, we uh, um, have a bunch of other uh, uh, videos coming up on some other cool topics. And then uh, you can find us in audio format on your favorite podcast app. So uh, thanks again for watching. And uh, we'll see you guys again on Tuesday. Cheers. Good night, everyone.